Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. It's the Low and Is Chargers podcast. Welcome back to Believe in the Chargers podcast. I'm here with Chargers legend Lorenzo Neal. I'm Is. Low, tell me about this win for the Raiders that the Chargers just couldn't pull off. Yeah, this was a huge win for the Raiders. And the Raiders knew that, hey, they were in in for a battle and in for a mean which we both i you and i knew that this was going to be a, a back and forth event and points would be scored um this is a, a, a team in the raiders that look like they're heading to the playoffs is this is a team that you know that you know that that's made some huge strides they beat kansas city they've beaten the saints they probably beat the people many are thinking the best team in the nfc uh, you know, the Saints that the Raiders beat. Also, many think that, you know, Kansas City may be the best team possibly in the AFC and the Raiders beat. So I think the Raiders... That's the Steelers right good. now. Steelers right now are the best team in the AFC. Well, that's, that, that, that's your opinion. I think that's your opinion. I think that can be argued. I'm just saying that I think that if you look at most of the people out there uh, when I'm talking about what Kansas City done? Who's the defending? Who's the defending uh, Super Bowl champs? Is it is it the Steelers or is it Kansas City? Can you it's help Kansas, me out there? It's Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, okay. we, when's we know that. Time, when's the last time the Steelers been to the playoffs? Um, so I'm just telling you what people. So I, I'm looking at a team that, like I said before, I was rudely interrupted. Is that <laughs> many feel that is the best team in the AFC? The is is Kansas City Chiefs, Mahomes, and what they bring to the table. I'm not saying. That it's maybe true, but I don't know if we can just say that the Steelers strength of schedule, are they the best team in the league? We know what Kansas City can do. I'm just saying, I think the Raiders were given, I'm just giving them a little bit of props because they have beat two good teams. Okay, is if you don't want to say the best team in the AFC, okay, one of the better teams in the AFC, which is Kansas City. Is that a little bit better for you? Israel? Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's better. Yeah, okay. The Steelers. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm looking at that, and, and, and the biggest thing is, like, you, you looked at it, and you're like, from a from a 
sports perspective, we knew both. I think we should, we were on that over. Imagine the score was, I mean, imagine it was in the 40s or low 50s, and uh, you saw the points that were able, both teams were able to score. So I don't know if how people did. I don't know if they took your advice and jumped on and uh, made some made a little wager. Why don't we let them know, let the good people, uh, Charger fans, know how to make a little wager and how to make some money in spite of loss. Yeah, that's the sponsorship of this episode, which is Bet Online, once again. And Bet Online is just a great place to go and play sports bets. And not only can you do it for football, but with the NBA season coming soon, you guys can start placing NBA bets too. And also NASCAR too. You can make NASCAR. Uh, yeah NASCAR. You can make NASCAR bets on the cup se- upcoming Cup series. You can just anything you can think of, even with with the draft coming up, you can make a bet on who you think is going to be the number one pick on um, NBA as well. Can we do yep, get a little NBA, NBA as well? Yes, sir. Okay. NBA. Wow, wow. So man, check that out. You guys got to go there if you want to. You know, I know it's tough this year not being able to be at the games, but you still can be a part of the game. So go to bet online, you know, AG, and go check it out, man, and let them know that hey, you're there to make some money, and you also want to have a good time. So Go check that website out, and you could uh, definitely still be a part of the game. Yeah, like Lo said, head on out to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great up sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So back to this Raiders game. Lo, another heartbreaking loss for the Chargers. It came down to the wire once again, but this time the Chargers... They controlled their destiny at the end of the game. It was the Chargers going at it in the red zone with no time left on the clock. They knew that they had to score in order to win this game. And Justin Herbert, he did everything in his power to win this game for the team. But at the end of the day, Mike Williams and their backup tight end, they just they couldn't hold on to the ball in the end zone. That's just the, that's just the story right there. They couldn't hold on to the ball. He made some nice throws. They just couldn't catch it. Yeah, and, and that's the tough thing about it is Herbert did everything he needed to do. They they were able to catch the ball and they just couldn't control it and make the complete can make the complete act, act of a catch and carry it all control it all the way through the ground. And that cost them. That cost them. You look at it, they scored not once but twice. They would have had a touchdown if they can hold on to the ball down to the ground. And so you looked at this team. He did. He fought. He got him back in that game. That was a tough game. It was a tough fought game. Both quarterbacks, Carr played well. Herbert played well. I, I thought that that was just, man, that, that last 20 seconds of that football game was so exciting. Just to see this young man throw back-to-back strikes that gave him a chance. I mean, if 10 more seconds on that clock, you know, they score. Uh, because they still had two more plays, you know, third down and fourth down that they would have still had. So when you look at what happened and the way in which they lost, you just your heart goes out to this team. But I, you know what? To me, Israel, I, I too was on a, a Charger team. You know that when Marty Schottenheim was there in 2003, he was the head coach, and we went four and twelve, and we lost a lot of close games, a lot of single, uh, you know, a lot of games we were close, and a lot of games we weren't close, but we were in these games. And it was so frustrating. The next year we win twelve. We win twelve games. We get in the playoffs. Get us by, because you, you're you're that close. And I think this team is ready. You have a lot of young coaches, a lot of new coaches on this Charger roster. They're they're in these games. 
it's sort of like that team last year in San Francisco. Look how many one-score games they able to win last year to, you know, to, to get them that opportunity to have home field throughout the playoffs. If you think about it, you know, if, if Heinz 57 doesn't make that tackle, you know, think about now against Seattle, they, they don't have home field. It, that it was yeah, but Dre Greenlaw, he about that. That's why he made yeah. that tackle. Yeah, yeah. He that was a hell of a tackle. He doesn't make that and tackle though. Do you know why he, he made that tackle too? Because he learned from the previous week when Atlanta came down to Levi Stadium and they won against San Francisco, and it was came down to the last play of the game. It was basically the exact same play, but this time it was Matt Ryan to Julio Jones. And Jones, he just, he made the play. He extended the ball over the goal line. And Greenlaw, he couldn't make the play. So he told himself, you know what, next time if I'm ever in this position again, I'm going to make this stop. And guess what he did? He made the stop and he got the home field advantage for the Niners last season. So he, he learned from his mistakes. And that's what the yeah. Chargers, Chargers team needs to do, do too. They do. But I think on that particular play is, you know, I'm just going to tell you. Richard Sherman made that play. Greenlaw didn't make that play. Richard Sherman made that particular play. Let me go through this play. So I want all you Charger fans out there to remember this play. We're talking about where Greenlaw makes that tackle on the tight end on the one-inch yard line. Great tackle. Unbelievable stop. They had a fade route. Richard Sherman was on that on, on the on the plane to the left side. So he it would have been the offense's right side on the goal line. There was a fade route. Richard Sherman knew that he had a safety over the top. So Richard Sherman jammed the receiver and he made the receiver go outside. He didn't let the receiver go across his face. So since he made the receiver go outside of him, the safety took him. There was a back run and a flare route in the backfield. So he ran a flare route to the same side. They were flooding that area. Because Richard Sherman passed the corner off and didn't turn his back to the corner because then he would have threw the ball to the receiver but be, to the running back Richard Sherman picked up the running back Greenlaw had the running back and Greenlaw was gone but once he seen Richard take him now the guy flashed and he was right there remember there was two guys two defenders right there Greenlaw made the punishing tackle but two linebackers were there because Richard Sherman forced the receiver to go outside and made him go out of bounds he was able to jump on the running back and took the running back out, so gave Russell Wilson one throw. Greenlaw, hell of a tackle. Be like you said, denying him to get in the end zone because he said he wasn't going to let that happen again. But if you watch that play, next time you watch that play, that's Richard Sherman. Intention to the details, but understanding the philosophy of a defense and knowing where his help's at, that play was marvelous. That he does not. It's, it's interesting you brought that play up and talked about it. Because I've seen that play from a different than just a fan watching it. I watched it really from a player and from a perspective of, oh, my God, people do not know what Richard Sherman did on that play. So, Iz, I wanted you to have that underneath your hat. And when you get a chance to watch it and you talk to people about it, they'll think your football IQ is just off the Richter. Yeah, that's why we call you an expert, Lo, because just like you said right there, even though you're a fullback, you – you analyze everything, the O-line, QB, receivers, DBs, linebackers, D-line, every single position, you can analyze as good as any other expert, and that's why we call you the expert. Well, I tell you right now, you're good, pretty good at, at, at calling these games and pretty good at calling where these teams are going to end up because I'm going to have to call you expert. You said this Charger team wasn't making the playoffs. I was on another church than you. You said that, hey, there are some teams out there that you've been looking at. We look at this Charger team.
They had some opportunities. They've been playing some tough teams, and they've been fighting. It's crazy because the games that you think that they're going to win, they find a way to lose the game, especially a la Denver, in a game that they suppose it not be in or going to be competitive. But it's the Raiders, but it looks like they're going to find a way to win it. And they just doesn't seem to me is that they have found that ingredient, that extra ingredients that's going to push them over the top between losing and winning. And that's what needs the click for this team and this coaching staff to get this team believing that they're going to head into next year on a positive note. No, you only got, what, seven games left? Yeah, around, around some games, yeah. So now you've got to find a way to at least end of the season, get that taste, get that winning taste in this, this Chargers mouth because you got a guy. You have a quarterback that is going to be generation. He's going to be there for, for, you know, for at least a decade, barring any injuries. You're not the San Francisco 49ers. You don't have Jimmy G. You're not sitting there saying, is he the answer? They have a better quarterback than Jimmy G. Oh, yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Jimmy G is, I said, you're not the 49ers wondering, is is he the answer? The Charger is in a good place. They're not frigging a team that you called me out on. You called me out and said, Minshew Magic, they're not going to replace him. Oh, by the way, he's on the bench. Just like I called it. So, so you're not you're not a team like Jacksonville saying, do we have a quarterback? You're not a team, you know, like the Jets saying, who's our guy? The Chargers know that they have their guy. You called it. You've been loving Herbert. You watched him in Oregon. You, you know, you played, you went to, you know, you go to the, the university and you got to see this kid up close and personal. He is the real deal in what he's been able to do and the consistency in which he's able to do it, running the ball, throwing the ball, his ability to make people miss in the pocket, all the things that he does, he has that it factor is. And I did not know he had that because he was quiet in college. People questioned that. What was it about him that you knew that it was going to translate into the transition into the NFL was going to be smooth because you you called it before he even played. You said, this guy's going to be the guy. And looking at him in college, a lot of individuals said, hey, he just doesn't seem like he's he's going to take over. He doesn't seem like he's going to have that it factor, that factor that's going to come in there and demand respect and didn't know if he was going to be able to flourish on this next level. What did you see that Charger fans know but you're at the same university. What made you say this guy? I know you played in high school, you know, thought about the college level, but what, in your perspective, did you say this guy was going to make a good NFL quarterback? Well, when, last year uh, when I watched him play, I really wasn't a big fan of his. Um, and also you watched the years previous, he, he wasn't really the Marcus Mariota type that Oregon fans loved, but nonetheless, he was a great quarterback. And before the season actually started and before the draft and everything, I started looking at clips of him and some tape. And I started analyzing it and also comparing it to the offensive coordinator and the scheme that he ran at Oregon last year. Uh, Their offensive coordinator, Marcus Arroyo, he really limited Herbert. I mean, Oregon, they were a running team last year. They weren't a passing team. That's how they won games. And you didn't really see... Herbert get to put his skills on test and then you saw in the combine how much of an arm he has and no one really knew that because he didn't really get to show that Oregon and then when people were talking about him being a quiet guy oh he might not be a leader 
Lo, when you look at the, these quiet kids in classes and everything, those kids, they're quiet for a reason. They're sitting back, they're analyzing the situation, they're thinking to themselves, okay, what's going to happen next? That's exactly what he does on the football field too. He might not say a lot, but his actions speak louder than words because he's analyzing the defense. He's looking at how the or other quarterbacks are playing and how his receivers are playing. He's like, okay, uh, I know who to throw on this route. I know uh, how where this guy is going to be at a certain uh, point in the route. And then it just all translated really well into the NFL stage because you get to a point where even though Anthony Lynn, he didn't believe in him at first because he was talking about Tyrod Taylor's our guy, Tyrod Taylor's our guy. And then that freak accident happened and he got his chance. And even when he showed head coach Anthony Lynn what he could do, he still didn't believe in him. So Herbert, he's it's he's always it's always been against him. When he came to Oregon, he was a fifth string quarterback. He had to work his way all the way to the top to first string quarterback in his freshman year, and he never lost a starting job. And then when he comes to the Chargers, he's a top ten pick in the draft. And even then his starting spot's not guaranteed. And even when he shows that he can play against teams like the defending um Super Bowl championships, the Chiefs. They still didn't believe him, and he kept working harder and harder. And now you, everyone finally sees what I've been saying for the past couple months, that he's a guy who's going to put in the work, he's going to study, he's going to make the right plays, and he's athletic too. So there's really nothing that goes against this guy. Just because he's quiet, just because he's timid, doesn't mean he's not a leader and that he's not a great quarterback. Oh, no question. And we get to see that up close and personal every Sunday. We get to see what this young man's about. And we get to see what he, how he can lead men, his leadership among men, and he's a leader of men. And what I liked about what I've seen thus far is he's not just spreading the ball around is, but his ability to know that, hey, you know what? I got a pretty good receiver in Keenan Allen. How is ability? Keenan had over 100 yards, but other receivers and Henry and everyone else was still involved. What is it with him and Keenan Allen that you like? What is that chemistry like when you're watching those two guys play pitch and catch, especially in critical downs? This seems like he and Keenan, they're just on the same page. Yeah, they got that. You can tell that they have a special connection there because even when Herbert, he's out of the pocket scrambling, trying to find a guy. As a receiver, you're trying to see when you see the quarterback scrambling, run towards him. And Allen, he does that. He's probably one of the best receivers to do that in the league when he's, he's he sees his quarterback scrambling. He'll go. He'll find that open gap in the in the zone, that open hole. He'll kind of slide through there, and Herbert's like, okay, I got my guy. Boom, easy first down. That's what Keen Allen brings to the table. You know if you're looking for a first down, Allen's your guy. And you saw it against the Raiders, too. How many times did he get first downs, though? About like four oh or five God. times? At least. When him and Keenan, that's why that's what was amazing to me, that the Raiders was trying to shut him down and take him away, take him away from Herbert. But his ability to still to find a hole and Herbert's ability to, to trust him. That's the thing is when it looks like guys are doubling you, so bracket coverage, and you see this guy is covered, and you're like, oh, my God, okay, he's covered. He's not going to get the ball to him. But he still is able to find a way. He and Keenan are on a page that Keenan understands how to push the one of the, the corners and understand where that window is and where the ball is going to be. And that's what I've loved. I'm loved this young fella watching Herbert ability to put the ball in the right place, the ability to keep guys out of trouble, out of harm's way. That's what he's doing with Keenan. He's not just throwing the ball well, he's keeping the guy out of harm's way. He's keeping him from taking those big, ferocious shots that you know that 
that especially Abrams or the Raiders, you know how hard he likes to hit, and you watch that guy. Yeah. He was trying to kill Keenan, but he did not give him the opportunity. And that's what just continues to baffle me about this young fella, his ability to make great throws, but also his ability to make great decisions that avoid, avoid trouble for his receivers. Yeah, let's talk about the defense real quick, about how they did in the game. Um, this Chargers defense struggled a lot, and you haven't really seen them struggle like this throughout the season, even though teams have been putting a healthy amount of points on them. It's just because that's what happens in the second half. They're in too much. They get tired. But this time, it just seems like the defense wasn't on it. I mean, I've been talking about Nasir Adderley all season, and he's stepped up to the plate. Like, he's one of those guys who's had a consistent amount of pass breakups, tackles, like he's everywhere on the field. But then when you have Joey Bosa, he was out with a concussion last game. That really hurt them. They only had one sack last game, and you could tell that hurt because Derek Carr, he, they made Derek Carr look like an all-pro quarterback, Low. They made Derek Carr look like an all-pro quarterback, and then you had Hunter Renfro, who who went for how many? He went for sixty yards on only two catches. That means he averaged thirty yards per catch. They let Hunter Renfro and Derek Carr run all over them. And the thing is, their total, the Raiders' total offense, it wasn't that much at all. But wait a minute. You you over here? Wait, timeout. I'm not. I'm, I, I can't. I'm. Just, I let you say Derek Carr like four times before yeah. I'm finally going to interject. interject. What do you mean letting Derek Carr look like an All Pro? Derek they Carr let him pro. look like wait, an wait, All no, Pro. Wait a minute. Is is that team is five and two? The Raiders beat can they beat the best one of the best teams in the AFC? That was no a matter of fact, they that beat, was a fluke. Okay, the, so, those okay, teams so, are Chiefs the, again. Okay, so guess what though. They beat what well, you just said. The Chiefs aren't good. That's what you said earlier. I didn't said say. I said. Okay, I said the Steelers okay. were better. Okay, so what's your excuse for the, them beating the Saints? Huh? What's your excuse for this Raider team beating the Saints? The Saints, Saints are one of those teams that can turn it on and off. We've seen so, it before. So, we saw so what, they, what they so did hard. to the Bucks so on Monday Night Football, here, so but you also seen, seen them lose tough games too. The, yeah. So, the, but are, the yeah, Saints look, are whatever team. I don't know what but, the Saints want to do with their season. But you're going to sit here and say, but wait a minute, you're going to sit here and say that. Let Derek Carr, now you're not going to, let's, uh, now, hey, look, I, I'm, I'm pulling for the Chargers just like you are, but I'm not going to let you just come down Derek Carr's road and act like making him, let him look like a pro. The guy is a plan having an all pro year. And I know Charger fans, you know that you guys got to dismiss is on that because is, I no, get it. No, they let him look like an all pro. He, he's been, he, he, he only had like 165 passing he, yards. He like, Come on. He looked like an all, he looked like an all pro against Kansas City. He, he had half of the he, passing yards that Herbert had. Uh, what? It doesn't half. matter who won. Who won. Half. Don't sit here and say that they let him look like anything. You know what? Let's ask tell the listeners, how can they bet on Herbert throwing for 300 yards? Give me bet online. Give me the bet online ad one more time for our listeners where I can get our sponsors in because you're starting to make my butt hurt right now. I love this Charger team. I love what they're getting ready to try to do. They got to figure fix this thing. You saw that, you know, uh, the third came back in there. He, he played back. He played well. A guy who you know that I love in the defensive end, guy's been injured, who's been hurt, Melvin Ingram the third. The third was playing. He played well, had some crucial tackles. The guy was all over the field. 
just wanting to get Bosa back. Hopefully they can get him back and they can turn this thing around. But let's just tell the listeners one more time because this show's coming to an end is where can they go to find some way to make some money? Even if the Chargers aren't winning, how can they make some money? Yeah, like I said before, check out BetOnline.ag. They have everything from game spreads, totals, team player, and coaching props. BetOnline, it gives you way more options to wager than any place online. And there's an online casino as well, and it never closes too. So yeah, heck, check it out. BetOnline.ag, it's a really good way to make some easy money for sports betting. But, uh, I, Lo, I'm just... <sighs> I don't know what's your problem. I know you both went to Fresno not, State and all of that. Not, I know you guys stick up for your guy. Is Carr not having a good year? I'm, are you going to sit here and tell me? He's having Carr a decent year. Oh, my God. So, is there quarterbacks in the AFC? Do you looking at the AFC? The quarterbacks in the AFC. And we know who Mahomes are. Is. We know everyone else, but Herbert is having a Pro Bowl year, without a doubt. I think Herbert's playing a great year. I think Joe Burrows is having a great year. Yeah, two, but, you named but, two rookies that are playing better than Derek but, Carr. But no, but Derek Carr is having a phenomenal year. He doesn't. He's the same. He's having the same problems that those two guys are having. They don't have a great defense. So I'm looking at the Chargers. Chargers got to get better on defense. You know what? I can't wait to see this team get back on the field because one thing the Chargers are they're exciting. So Chargers fan, hang in there is I'm going to act like a tree and I'm going to leave and we're out of here and we'll hit it again this week and get into the game and line up and talk X's and O's about this week's matchup. So we'll cut that'll be coming to you this week as well is final shots. Any shot, any parting words that you have for me before you go and, and go talk about car anymore. Can I got anything left? Do you got anything left in the tank? <laughs> I won't talk about car. Cause uh, Thank there's you. nothing Thank to talk you. about. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> Make sure to catch episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.